What's up, everybody, and welcome to the seventh episode of Sports Talk with me, your girl, Whitney B. Um, I was having some technical difficulties, so I was not able to go live. And for the past couple of weeks, I have been sick as a dog. So I thank y'all for being patient with me. I wasn't even really going to do the show because of my live issues yesterday, but I was like, mm-mm. I had a good show planned, and I needed to really get this out for my fans, for everybody who've been waiting and I mean, it was it's a lot going on in sports, you know, over the weeks, playoffs, just everything with football. So without further ado, y'all, let's get this show started. again welcome into the um seventh episode or this might be the sixth episode i'm sorry of sports talk with me your girl whitney b we are in our second season i am trying to get better just do better things and again i was out because i was sick but again i'm back and i'm fired up and i'm ready to go so y'all know i'm just gonna start with the lions because there's no way i always say oh i'm not gonna start with the lions i want this to be you know, the good part, but it's just a lot going on. So the Lions beat Green Bay. I knew it was a, a possibility that the Lions could win this game simply because Green Bay was talking about resting their starters. But at the end of the day, we still was up in the halftime. Aaron Rodgers was out there with 17-14. I mean, 17-10. No, I think it was 17-13 at the half. Um, this time because it was 17-14 the first time at the half. And remember when I told y'all the Lions was went in the, in the locker room and ate Cheez-Its because they did not score one point the first time. They went to Lambeau and was up at the half. This time I'm nail-biting like, oh, my God, we up again. It's 17 points again. What will the Lions do differently this time around that they did not do the first time? And when I tell y'all – they went in there, they kicked butt, they made it happen, and I am just so, I was like just, I don't know, like I was running around my house. It 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 literally was like a, like a Super Bowl win. A division win for Dan Campbell at the end of the day is great. The Lions went 313-1. This whole season, y'all, y'all know this has been like tragic to me because I'm like, oh my God, will the Lions be the first team to go 0-17? You know, what's up? And then let me hit on this real quick for the people who talking about, oh, the Lions should have tanked, the Lions should have lost. You know, this whole first-round draft pick stuff and all of this, the Lions will pick second this year. I, I don't think y'all understand that as a fan, oh, okay, well, yeah, we want them to get good draft picks or whatever, but this is why teams hire great GMs. This is why teams have these great organizations because this is – what their job is to do is to go out and recruit. Look at um, the GM went out and got Amin Ron St. Brown in the fourth round um, last season, Brad Holmes. Dude, how many people skipped up on this talent? Like, Amin Ron, oh, my God. Second game, he got over 100 yards. His yards after the catch is what really – like, sets him out above the rest. And I, I loved what he said in his um post-game interview. He want, he want to make all them teams who skipped over him really regret that decision. 
And I am so glad. It sucks that it was the fourth round. But I am super happy to know that Brad Holmes found him. And with that being said, I think Brad's going to do it, regardless of where the team um, drafts and all of that. I'm, I think he got it. You know, Kansas City, they started off horrible. Miami started off horrible. These teams really turned their game around and had winning seasons. And these teams are not like, oh, well, we might as well just tank to get a number one draft pick or pick higher up. No, they want to win. You play to win. You play to win divisions and win playoffs and win Super Bowls. They don't play to tank. I don't understand why – as fans, we expect them to lose. <laughs> like, I don't know. Some of y'all be half base, and it it just huh, that game with the Lions was amazing. Um, the only thing that was wrong to me is when the trick play, the first one that they did, didn't work with the fake punt. Jack Fox is a hell of a punter <laughs> and the thrower. <laughs> I just, I just want to add that out. The next time we need to use a backup quarterback, we need to just try out Jack Fox because. So it's that man is sweet, but anyway, they did two other trick plays that resulted in touchdowns. So the Lions really pulled out all the stops. I'm trying to tell y'all that Dan Campbell, since taking over play calling, the Lions is what three five and one. Um, since Dan Campbell took over, so I at first I was like, what is this? You know, first time head coach, you got Anthony Lynn messing up. He ain't doing his job. It was it was really big of Dan Campbell to to make that call, but some people I know looked at it like, well, hi, you know, Anthony Lynn is the vet and you doing this. Well, thank you, Dan. It showed that you knew what you was doing, and we appreciate that because at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> what are we really doing here? But I don't know. Like I, I don't know, y'all. I'm Dan. Dan Campbell definitely earned the name Motor City Dan for one. Um, for two, I'm excited to see what's going on next season, especially where they, you know, draft, who they draft. I'm not sure, you know, if Jacksonville being number one is going to draft Aiden Hutchinson or Kevon Thibodeau. Either one, I mean, both players are basically kind of like in the same bracket. If you get one, you get the other. You know, my only worry with Kevon Thibodeau, excuse me, is he's already been injured in college. <laughs> so... I mean, is he injury prone? That's what we don't need is another Jeff Okuda situation. Um, you can't draft somebody third, and we just don't even know where they really fall in the roster. So, I even 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 I'm sorry with Aiden. Like you just hopefully these people come and they blow them out, but we just don't need nobody to just come. You got to sign these rookies and they sitting on the bench. That's just. I don't know, but the sad part about the good and bad part, I guess, is Aaron Glenn is such a beast, the Lions defensive coordinator. So I told y'all early on in the season, I hope we don't lose him to a head coaching job, which so many of them opened up this week, Monday. Um, Minnesota fired their coach and their GM. Miami fired their coach. Chicago fired their coach, and the GM retired. New York finally fired their coach the other day. You know, Jacksonville been fired Urban Meyer um, through this, in the middle of the season and Oakland uh, with John Gruden. So 
It's so many head coaching positions. Denver fired their coach as well. And rumor is Aaron Glenn got an interview in Denver. And I do not want to see him go like, this is tragic. But at the end of the day, it's like you can't stop this man's money or what's destined for him, what's meant for him. Because what he did with the Lions um, defense, I mean, I'm – I'm for sure interested in seeing what he could do with a full team. I just don't want to see him in Minnesota or Chicago, to be honest. Aaron, if you're going to leave us, do not coach in the division. Please do not coach in the division. I mean, I don't know. When you look at it, too, it's like Chicago definitely needs to do what the Lions did, bringing in – you know, they Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell, like, they literally did a complete rebuild. Like, no, it's not going to be a situation where Matthew Stafford will be traded to the Rams. You know, they have Justin Fields, Justin Fields being a young rookie. I think you figure out what's going to go on with him for a minute to see if he's really the franchise quarterback or if they're going to need to bring in a quarterback maybe um, next year or the following year. But they literally need to do a complete rebuild there in Chicago. One moment, guys. I got a cough. But I I honestly feel like all of the veteran players, some of the veteran players, like they need to strip that team down, make them young again, and definitely just go from there. You know what I'm saying? Like they – I don't know. Like it would be easy to say – well, they kind of got all the pieces. They just really need to have the good coach. and I mean, yeah, the good head coach and a good GM. But that's not the case in Chicago with, like, Justin Fields. Like, it's uncertain. He's He did okay, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. You know, I don't know. The most shocking firing of all of the coaches that was fired was Miami. Like, we really fired Brian Flores. Like, and one thing about the NFL, y'all, if y'all not really realizing this or looking at it for what it is, the NFL do not play when it comes to um, coaches. Like, you can be winning in and lose like look at what happened to brian like how you fire this man two winning seasons like and then this season they literally were looking lion-esque and won eight of their last nine games like literally they beat the patriots like what what are we doing here a very good patriots team Granted, rookie quarterback, but Tua Tugavailoa is basically a rookie as well because he set out a lot of last season and was hurt too this season. So, I mean, I don't know. I One thing's for sure and two things for certain. Brian Flores will have a job when it comes to um, coaching. Now, where he's going, I don't know. I mean, I think the hardest job right now to take would be Chicago, maybe Chicago or New York. Shit, Jacksonville too. I don't know. I think they were what I was reading or what I was hearing. Rumor has it is that um he really didn't believe in bringing Deshaun Watson over. Which I mean, 
for what? We got Tua. Tua is he's proven himself. So I wouldn't be on the whole. We need another quarterback up in here, up in here. I wouldn't, you know, necessarily go for that. Um, especially not even knowing what's going on with Deshaun Watson, y'all. You know, this show basically started when all of that stuff broke with Deshaun Watson. So I give you guys all the updates I can. Um, I promise to follow the story. And last, you know, I told you he can't be disposed, deposed, deposition, whatever the right word is for it. It won't happen until after the Super Bowl. He won't go to court. He can't talk about it. None of that. Now, he was trying to settle. But to me, settling is just some kind of admission of guilt. Deshaun Watson said, I settle with y'all, but it's going to have to be public. Then women was like, no, nah, we don't want it to be public. Then it was all kind of stuff coming out, like people was getting busted in lies. Oh, I just want to get this or I, you know, whatever. So all of that still with Deshaun Watson is a super, super toss up. Like the Texans, I mean, we still don't even know <laughs> what's going on there. Um I don't know. I just personally feel like this season was a wasted season for Houston because y'all paid this man to really sit on the bench. And it's still uncertainty there. Like, they don't know. And I'm I'm telling you now, if Deshaun Watson is able to play and they trade him or he, you know, leave in free agency or something, some other team is going to pick that man up. And he's going to do well. I mean, if y'all remember correctly, like I remember correctly, the Watt was apologizing to him for the season, the horrible season they had last season. Like, man, we were really letting our quarterback down. Like, he he had respect to the players, the team. It just the coach and, and the ownership. And, and then it's like, how, as an owner, do you go out and seek your neighbor to defend these women against your player? Like... I don't know. So all of that over there seems like a very messy soap opera. But this man is still really getting paid to sit there and do nothing. So I'm, I don't know. It, it's just when it comes to Brian Flores, just to go back to my original topic, I don't think he should have been fired. Like, he's just, I don't know. Like, you can tell he had... You know, the control of the locker room, the, you know, he was doing what he had to do on the sideline. Like, he was literally a leader, and you could see that. And just the way the team, you know, played for him. So, you know, I know it was kind of crazy because Deshaun Watson wanted to go to Miami because Brian Flores was such a good coach. But you got to believe in who you believe in. And if Tua was his man, they should have just let that ride out because if Miami, I mean, hires the wrong person – and they don't win at least nine games next season, what was this for? Like, and that, that to fill those shoes as the next head coach of the Miami Dolphins, that's something that you got to think about because at the end of the day, it goes so fast. You will be out before you know it. So are they going to let um, the next coach come in and – and Tank, you know, oh, well, they won five games. It, no, no, because you fired this man who was getting it done. So, no, that's – I don't know. And I don't even think um, – y'all know Daryl Bevel is an interim head coach again. He started – he was the Lions offensive coordinator, interim um, head coach when they fired Matt Patricia. 
he went over to Jacksonville. He was they OC. When they fired Urban Meyer, here come Darren, you know, Bevel as the interim head coach. I don't think he's going to get the coaching position. I don't um, there. I don't think he's going to get that there in Jacksonville. I'm not. I'm just not sure what's going on. One thing for sure and two things for certain, Michigan as a state, we're losing some good people, or the rumor has it, we're losing some good people because, I mean, rumor is Coach Harbaugh is leaving Michigan for one of these NFL jobs. Like, really? Excuse me. I'm I'm like, Coach, we literally get, okay, Jim Harbaugh is no loser, and this is what we know. You know what I'm saying? This this is what we know. <laughs> like, this man can put together what he needs to put together and get there. He did it in the NFL. He turned around and he do he doing it in, in the NCAA with Michigan. Yes, this is the first year he's really kind of accomplished a lot. You know, no, they did not win against Michigan State, but they did beat Ohio State, Did was the Big Ten champions, or is the Big Ten champions, I'm sorry, and was in the college football playoffs. I don't think Harbaugh should leave. Like, at least give it another year and see if you can accomplish more or, you know, get there, basically. Like, I mean, what are we doing here, Jim? Like... And I think it's just so crazy because everybody was calling for this man's job. Not me. Not me. But so many people was calling for this man's job. And I don't know. Like, what are we? I'm just so, when I when I was reading this, I said, what? Harbaugh to Denver. And it wasn't until, you know, Saturday when after that Denver game and they fired the coach. Everybody's like, oh, they're going to interview Harbaugh and blah, blah, blah. And, yes, you know, I I get it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that team is kind of more complete. Um, and they really need to figure out the quarterback situation over there, too, because I don't think our good friend Teddy is it. Um, I just, you know – I don't know. Quarterback situation figured out. Oakland, Oakland would be an ideal um, place for Harbaugh as well because, I mean, the good they're a good team. Derek Carr is a great quarterback. I, I, if I had to see Harbaugh really going somewhere where he would be. I guess like it wouldn't be such a hard fix for him. As a coach, it would be probably Denver or Oakland, actually. I mean, yeah, Las Vegas, the Raiders. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm calling them Oakland Raiders, but the um, Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, I don't think New York would be that idea for Harbaugh. Minnesota, maybe. Now, Chicago... I can see him wanting to go to Chicago to, re, you know, just make give Chicago a good name because he played for that team. I believe he was drafted from um, 
in the draft, he was drafted by the Chicago Bears and then, you know, went on to Indianapolis and was fantastic. Now, Indianapolis has not fired um, Frank. What is his name? Frank Wright? Frank Reich or something like that. They haven't fired him. Why? I don't know. <laughs> but they, they need to get rid of Carson Wentz. And, um, I mean... They need to get rid of the coach and the quarterback. Is it Carson or is he on Minnesota? All of these quarterbacks is mix is mixing me up. But y'all know the, the quarterback on um Indianapolis for Indianapolis, he sucks. I'm not I'm not even trying to be mean. It's just, you know, Jonathan Taylor, I I I hollered this all uh season. Well, midseason, Jonathan Taylor should be um, MVP. He can't carry the team by himself, though. That's one thing, you know, we have to – I don't know. Like, Carson Wentz is just – I think it's, he's done. You know, I – even just like the quarterback in Minnesota, I get them mixed up. Kirk Cousins and Carson Wentz, yes. Carson Wentz is in Indianapolis. Kirk Cousins is in Minnesota. They, I, I do away with both of them. So, and I think that's what, when it comes to being these head coaches, it's like, what are we going to do here with these awful quarterbacks? Like, people don't, I don't know. It, me, I would be like, I don't want to take this job or I'm going to take this job, but if this quarterback does not prove himself this season, it's a wrap. Who I could see, I don't know what's going on in Indianapolis, but I could definitely see Harbaugh wanting to take Chicago or Indy if Indy was open because those are his teams. He played there um, before, and actually he has a name in Indianapolis, but that's neither here nor there. I'm just going to be sad to see Harbaugh go if he does leave Michigan and then who – who would they bring over to be the head coach of Michigan? It's just, like, that has always been an argument. Like, well, who can they replace him with? Or, you know, what can we do? Or what do we do? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, it's, it's just a lot. Football on both sides, college and um, professional, it is really something else. But... Before I move on to college, I mean to the NFL playoffs, let me just start by congratulating Georgia on their win against Alabama um, Monday. Now, I was rooting for Georgia, to be perfectly honest, only because my husband was rooting for Alabama. I just really wanted to go opposite of him. And I'm too, I'm just like, we really need to see something new, like, I know Georgia, Alabama being in this position is not kind of new, but just Alabama winning. You know, I love some Nick Saban. Will he leave Alabama and take one of these NFL jobs? I don't think so, especially after seeing what went on with Urban Meyer. I think Nick might stay where he at for real, but um, it was cool. It was cool for sure. I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying, Georgia – it was so boring in the beginning, though. Them field goals, all of that. Ugh, okay. Georgia scored the first touchdown of the whole game. 
in the third quarter. You know, two fumbles, no interceptions. They did, Alabama, recover one of the fumbles and actually scored off of it, but the way Georgia turned around and answered and then got the pick six. Kirby Smart was all happy, and it was just a beautiful thing at the end. You seen DeAndre Swift out there on the sidelines, a former Georgia dog, just – it it was good. I was even happy to see Matthew Stafford and Kelly Stafford enjoying the win, both being former um, Georgia Dogs. Matthew played football. Kelly was a cheerleader. You know, I was just revved up like, yes, you know, our team won, you know. Uh, side note, before I go on to, I'm tired of people calling people bandwagon fans, like, you really only get one team to root for. I can't be like, well, Michigan going to win the college football playoffs. No, I can't do that because they weren't in. And so, yes, my team, the team that I was going for, won. If that makes me a bandwagon fan for today, the then let me jump on this bandwagon and enjoy the ride. Some of y'all just want to trip about something and nothing, and I just I don't understand it. But anywho, I, when it comes to the game, I – I was interested in the game, but I was more or less like, what? When I saw the comments made by Nick uh, Nick Saban and Kirby Smart um, in their interview before, they had a joint press time before the show, I mean, before the game. And in this interview, they was talking about name, image, and likeness, how college football players are able to get paid off of their name, image, and likeness. Well, both coaches seem to agree and say that they think that it should be more regulated um, by the NCAA because they feel that this will cause problems, you know, when it comes to the transfer portal and just recruiting in general, which is almost understandable if this was coming from like Central Michigan University coach or, you know, I don't know, like another school, I guess, you know, not one of these schools where y'all getting the top recruiters, whether they, I mean, the top recruits, whether they're getting paid or not. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like most of these kids, they want to play for Georgia or Alabama, especially. I mean, when you look at – um. The quarterback, Stinson Bennett, he literally, you know, walked on back on the team. He started there, left, come back. He really had to earn the position. But the thing about it, Stinson didn't leave. Like, he, I mean, he didn't quit. And he believed in himself so much so that he had the team starting to believe in him as well, even when their starting quarterback was able to come back from injury you know, Kirby was like, nah, we just going to keep Stinson out there. And that's why he was so emotional. You know what I'm saying? But it's like these players want to be at these schools because they have these winning records and they can be, you know, champions. I feel like it's crazy, you know, when it comes to SEC schools anyway. I mean, I'm sure the SEC players are getting – Hella deals. You know, they said Bryce Young got like a – he had deals tallying it up to a million dollars and blah, blah, blah. My thing with NIL was more or less like, well, you got this whole team 
Well, this one person getting all this money, you know, or, you know, like Bryce Young. Let's just use that example. Well, I'm seeing Bryce getting all these deals, but as an offensive tackle, I ain't, I ain't getting nothing. They ain't even trying to pass me lunch. So do they start to block less, you know, do less of a good job because of being a hater? You know, I I don't know. I could see if that was kind of a concern, but when it comes to recruiting, like y'all going to recruit at the top anyway. And I'm sure you, it's just been a, a cluster of who to choose or, or what. Anyway, like it shouldn't – I'm not even sure why they would be worried about a player's money or what – how a player should be compensated based on who they are, I guess. You know, I don't know. That's just, I, I looked at the article on, on ESPN. And I was like, okay, okay, whatever. We're going to see. But I'm happy. I'm happy that these players are able to get paid finally. And, again, give Reggie Bush his Heisman back. At this point, get him in his trophy back and let's move on. Let's move on. All right, y'all. It's wild card weekend. I want to say it's the best time of the year and it's the worst. It's the best time because, I mean, it's the playoffs. It's about to be Super Bowl, but that's what makes it the worst because after the Super Bowl, football is over. I mean, we got the draft and then we done. So I'm over it. I will start with the AFC because I'm an NFC girl from the Lions. So I'm going to start with the AFC. The number one seed is Tennessee. So Tennessee will have a break this week. Um, The number two and the number seven teams go up against each other. You got Kansas City going against Pittsburgh. Buffalo, number three, going against number six, New England. And number four, Cincinnati going against number five, um, Las Vegas. That Sunday night game against um, the Chargers and the Raiders was crazy, okay? Like, when I say nail-biting crazy, it was nail-biting crazy for me, but I'm sure it was more nail-biting crazy for Pittsburgh because basically if they would have ended in a tie, Pittsburgh would have been out. And I believe the Raiders was trying to, you know what, the narrative at first was the Raiders was trying to end it in a tie, but I really think that, they was going to do what they had to do anyway. And, um, yeah, if they – I it was looking real tie-esque, but I don't think the Raiders really wanted a tie, but if it happened, it happened. Either way it go, the Chargers, when they caught that timeout, that was, like, over. I think we all kind of knew what was going on. So the Chargers is not in it. Sorry, Justin Herbert. Um, but okay. So in this matchup, I'm happy to see the Patriots in it. I'm the Patriots playing the Bills. That's probably gonna be the most interesting game for me. And um, Dallas and San Francisco, actually both the number three and the number six teams. The other games, it seems to be okay. You know, kind of like you know who gonna win, but I don't know. When it comes to the NFC. You got Green Bay sitting at number one, Tampa at number two. They play number seven, Philly. Um, Dallas, number three, play number six, San Fran. And then you got number four, L.A., against number five, um, Arizona. 
I'm more interested and happy to see um, the Rams play the Cardinals again because they were split in the season. And then this is a playoff game. Um, Kyler Murray has choked so hard <laughs> the end of this season. I don't even know what to say. Excuse me, guys. I got a cough. I'm not even sure how this is going to go. And then it's like you got Matthew Stafford, who's never won a playoff game. So that matchup is going to be pretty good as well. I'm I'm actually rooting for Matt. I don't – I don't know. I mean, Matt, this is Matthew Stafford's, what, second, maybe third time being in the playoffs. And he usually choked too, but we'll see how this go for him, especially, you know, starting off with the Cardinals. One thing I would say about um, his division and the NFC, that is, you got three of the four teams in there. The only team that's not in there is um, Seattle. What is it, the NFC West? Like, if you ask me, that's the best division in football right now because three of their four teams is in is in the playoffs, so shout out to them. <laughs> um, San Francisco, the game against the Rams last week was so freaking good. I know I have talked a lot of crap and a lot of smack about Jimmy G, but my God, that man is phenomenal. The way he came back, the... You know, I, the Rams' defense really has not been playing as well as they have been, you know, in previous seasons. And, hey, that's why San Francisco is in and not the Saints. So, I think the game against Dallas and San Francisco actually, one of these two games will be the game of the week. Dallas against San Fran or Buffalo against New England. Other than that, it's like, okay, the Chiefs is probably definitely going to, you know, beat the Steelers. And I'm glad the Steelers made the playoffs, especially seeing as though this is Big Ben's last season um, in the NFL, but they're not going to beat the Chiefs. Um, One thing about Tom Brady is he can figure out how to win against all odds. I think it's going to be a pretty close game against the Eagles and the Buccaneers. You know, I don't want to just necessarily say the Bucs is going to beat up on them. And it could be an upset. Philly could win, but I'm just going to go with Tom Brady because it's just he – his team wants to win. They love to win. I, I'm I'm for them. Even, you know, with all that stuff that happened with Antonio Brown and – who who's telling the truth or what's going on there? I don't like the comments he made about Tom Brady, especially seeing as though this man let you in this house. You're here because of him. And you like, oh, Tom Brady ain't the team. Well, we know that. We know that. He can't throw the ball to himself and score a touchdown. So what are we doing here, Antonio? That's neither here nor there. I think Tampa Bay is going to pull it off. The defense has got to stop the run. And then, boom, they got it. Buffalo and New England, that's going to be a good game, too. I don't I don't know. I, I, it, it, in my heart of hearts, I want the rookie to take it. I just don't – I don't know. I I don't know. I, Josh Allen, that man is a special talent. He is. So, I don't know. 
about that one either. Man, I'm I'm trying to think like really what what Cincinnati versus Las Vegas. I think the Raiders gonna be bumps. I do. I mean Joe Burrow. It, Joe Burrow versus Derek Carr as a quarterback. You know it, it's 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 good, but I think Joe is definitely proven to be a monster. Cincinnati. I honestly feel like Cincinnati could be the number one seed next year. I mean, Jamar Chase, they they just, I don't know. I think they're going to beat the Raiders, though, that's for sure. Um, Yeah, I think the Rams are probably pull off the Cardinals, to be honest. Matthew Stafford just cannot turn the ball over. Like, I mean, I, one thing about it, you – you can look like you about to sack Matthew Stafford and he going to go down. So I, I, the Rams need to play awesome defense. And Matthew Stafford cannot turn the ball over and the game is in the bag. So I'm excited. That's the Monday night game, actually, the Rams versus the Cardinals. So it's going to be good. This This is going to be phenomenal. We got football Saturday, Sunday, Monday. It's playoff time, y'all. I'm excited. Get excited with me. We're going to really do this. I'm hoping to be back live maybe next week. If not, I'm just going to keep bringing you the show like this. Um, the technical difficulties hopefully will be over. But if not, um, I'm going to do the show like this. But hopefully it's live because I want y'all to call in. I want to talk about the playoffs. Who y'all think going to go to the Super Bowl? It's a little early to make the predictions. Um I love me some Aaron Rodgers at this point. I know I sound like a traitor to Lions fans, but I I think I really think Green Bay. You the, the problem is Aaron Rodgers really be in the NFC games and choke. Like we're well, this is not the Aaron Rodgers we've had all season. So I, you know, it's questionable. He can play all the rest of the games, but once it gets to the NFC North. I mean, I mean, not NFC playoff, you know, who won the Super Bowl game is yeah, who's winning the whole division is he cho- he chokes. But I think on this list, I honestly feel like Green Bay could beat all these teams when it comes to number one, Tennessee. Eh, it's questionable. I think Cincinnati could beat Tennessee, to be honest. But hey, I don't know, y'all. I'm just. I'm just here. I'm excited. It, I'm I'm excited and I'm sad again because it means that football is coming to an end. But we'll see this week, and we're going to talk about it more next week. Again, guys, I want to thank you so much for just being patient with me. It's not easy, and I, and I get defeated sometimes when I have issues and difficulty. But you guys, y'all make me feel good reaching out to me. Just do something. So, I appreciate everybody. Like, I swear I appreciate everybody, and I thank y'all so, 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 so much. Please remember, follow me on all social media at MyWhitneyB. That's M-Y-W-H-I-T-N-E-Y-B. And go to MyWhitneyB.com. Make sure you subscribe to the website and the YouTube and everything. If you want to donate to the cause, all of that information on how to do so and where to do so is on the website. So, again, go to www.mywhitneyb. 
dot com and check me out. I appreciate all of you and I'm out.